Hello, MavMind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Hypnos Sales Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the number one key to better meetings. So I made this video specifically for those of you that don't understand this basic common knowledge thing about a customer facing engagement. If you're in a customer facing role, chances are pretty high. You probably understand the key that I'm going to share today. And if that's the case and what I share today is something you have experience with and you know works, I would encourage you to share this video with other people. Um, that are uh, your colleagues and coworkers that maybe don't know about this because I'm always surprised at how many people don't do what I'm going to share, this number one key to having the best meeting ever, uh, or at least better meetings than you're already having. Um, and it's something I discovered a long time ago and uh, it has been the, made the difference because at a subconscious level, it eliminates all of the assumptions that people are making about the meetings that we're that we're having with each other, including the meetings that the customer or prospect client invites us to, or the ones that we invite them to, uh, you know, they we invite them to our meeting, for example. Either case, there's always assumptions that are being made about what the meeting is gonna be about, what's gonna happen in the meeting. So that's why it's important. I made other videos to talk about you know, agenda setting, goal setting, that's all important. But this number one key is, um, something that I think might be obvious to you, but you would be surprised how many people don't know about this and don't take, or at least they don't take advantage of it. So I'm gonna reveal it to you and I want you to just guess, before I do, guess what you think it is. What's the number one key to having better meetings? Do you think you know? Okay. Ask for their expectations first. Ask for their expectations first. So what does that mean? It means uh, don't assume their expectations and don't uh, provide your expectations first, because if you don't know what their expectations are, you could get it wrong. You could align incorrectly. You could deliver a different experience than what they're wanting, and you end up having that horns effect that I talk about in my Halo and, horn, Halo and Horns video, effect video. Right? It's they're not congruent. The expectations and the experience is not congruent. It's not together like this. You want to ask for their expectations first. And then once you have their expectations, then it gives you the opportunity to adjust and be able to deliver the meeting uh, and prepare to deliver the meeting that they're going to expect you to deliver for them. Simple idea, common sense in most cases, but I have seen and worked with lots of coworkers and clients uh, in the past, even prospects that I've worked with that wouldn't allow me to do this and then it ends up going sideways. The meeting is not the best it can be because I'm not in control. I don't know what they expect. So I don't take this for granted. I always ask for their expectations. Now, I've had some people I work with on my side at my company that'll say, Maverick, I don't need to figure out their expectations. I can just get to the next meeting and then I can just ask them what their expectations are at the beginning of the meeting and figure out then what to do with the meeting at that point. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is not going to work. <laughs> I've never really ever seen that work. You might get lucky. You might, they might give you an expectation at the beginning of the meeting that is aligned with what you're prepared to do. And of course, then you can just do what you were planning to do before the meeting, before you heard what their expectations were and it'll work out. But in most cases, in my experience, what they're expecting ends up being slightly different than what I was expecting myself. 
and I was assuming a lot and uh, those assumptions got me in trouble and I ended up uh, not being prepared to deliver the best meeting ever. So my meeting wasn't all that great. In fact, in some cases it was completely disastrous because I didn't ask for their expectations ahead of time. So I'm gonna encourage you to do that. Now, I've also had some people say, Maverick, when I finally get the client or customer, customer prospect to agree to have another meeting with me, I don't wanna jinx it. That's what they tell me. I don't wanna jinx it. I don't wanna like start asking for their expectations when they just finally agreed to get to the next meeting. They're excited, they wanna move forward, they wanna accelerate, get to the next step. I don't wanna jinx it, I don't wanna stop the momentum, so I'm just gonna to agree to do it and then I'll just talk to them and we'll just have the meeting and hopefully figure it out at that meeting. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. I agree, you can't really ask them for their expectations at that point. You just need to schedule the next meeting. You need to keep the momentum going. I do agree with that. That is an important aspect of accelerating the process from pre-sales to post-sales and beyond with the customer to deliver the customer journey the way the customer wants it. But once you agree to that meeting, here's what I'm gonna suggest you do. Have a 15-minute meeting just to do this. Have a 15-minute meeting. So just schedule a 15-minute that's all it is. That's what that's the secret that I've learned. 15 minutes. Just say, "Hey, before we have the meeting tomorrow, like do it a day before and say, I just need to get with you 15 minutes so I cuz because I need to understand your expectations for that meeting so I can plan it." Here's another another thing you can do. "Hey, I have another person I'm inviting to that meeting tomorrow and I need them to meet you." I wanna introduce you to them and I need you to let them ask you a couple questions so they can be prepared to bring the best value to that meeting tomorrow to make it worth all of your time that we scheduled this meeting for. Can you do that for me? Can you meet with my uh, coworker, the person I'm gonna bring on for like 15 minutes, that's all I ask, so we can make sure that we know what the expectations are and we understand what we need to prepare for, what we need to do. And in all cases that I've ever done that, they always agree. They get on for 15 minutes, they start to uh, share their expectations, and then I start to realize I had it wrong. I was assuming the wrong things. They were, they were really wanting to see certain things and, and talk about certain things that I had misunderstood. Um, for example, I had one time where someone said they wanted to talk about uh, ticketing systems, ticketing systems. And uh, that was, and they agreed to do another meeting to, so we could talk about ticketing systems. If I could bring my best ticketing system expert on that call, they would feel comfortable to keep moving forward with our product or service if I brought on an expert that could talk about ticketing systems. So guess what I assumed? Probably what you're assuming right now, right? S someone that knows uh, ServiceNow or knows about JIRA or ticketing systems, right? For tracking and support tickets and things like that. But I scheduled a 15-minute meeting with my expert that I was able to bring on to the call with me and I got him to agree to join this 15-minute call to understand the expectations of the ticketing system and allow him to ask a, a little bit more detailed questions about what type of ticketing system do you mean and what so that way that he could present and prepare to present something that was aligned with what they were expecting. So we get on this 15-minute call and guess what they start talking about? They, this is how it goes. 
Um, yeah, I want, I'm glad we're having this call. So, so uh, here's what I'm expecting in the meeting tomorrow. I want you to talk about ticketing systems and when someone watches a movie trailer, which ticket are they more likely to buy? Movie A or movie B? We need to do A-B testing for which trailer is more effective to directing sales to watching one movie over the other. And that's what they said. I had got it completely wrong. They were talking about cinema tickets and movie tickets. They had a system in the cloud that they were working on that I didn't even bother to ask because I didn't even know because as soon as they started talking about ticketing systems and wanting to advance the, to another meeting to talk about ticketing systems, I thought they meant like ServiceNow or Jira or something. So if I would have had that meeting without having this discovery meeting, this little 15 minute expectation setting discovery meeting, what they're expecting, I would have presented the wrong solution to them and they would have felt like I wasn't listening to them and it might not, it might have went sideways. But instead I had this little quick little meeting to understand their expectations and realized I was assuming it wrong. And after I hung up with them, me and my expert got together and we were like, wow, we need to prepare something completely different, but we were able to, and we were able to have a great meeting and give them exactly what, and we advanced the sale, they ended up buying our product because we knew how to develop the solution with their cinema tickets with this A-B testing scenario that they were looking for out of our solution that they couldn't get out of any other solution up to that point. So we won the deal by taking the extra 15 minutes to understand their expectation before we actually had the actual meeting. Now again, I'm telling you, this is not as common as you might think. Most people don't do this. They don't go through the extra effort to have a 15 minute call ahead of time to understand the expectations. But if you can do this, you can avoid those assumptions, you can make sure you're always prepared, and you can always deliver better meetings. And this is the key right here, the number one key that I found from a subconscious hypno-sales perspective. You always want to avoid assumptions, figure out how are they modeling reality, what's motivating them, what do they really want to see, and make sure that the language they use when they communicate to you their model of reality, that you're receiving that model in the right way and that your subconscious is able to understand their subconscious and you're able to connect and create a congruency between what you expect and the experience that you have. So you have a halo effect every time. I know you found this valuable. I appreciate you taking the time to watch. Please share this with someone else who doesn't know about this and, uh, and subscribe if you, if you want. And I'll see you on the next HypnoSales show. Thanks.